0: To Bad Bitch Hysteria Radio. And the show starts now. Yes. <laughs> Happy mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happy yes. yes. Happy Sunday. Happy fall. Happy season. Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode three of Popping Off Pink. Mm-hmm. Look at all this beauty in this room. I mean, if you're listening, you can check us out later on YouTube. <laughs> Um first thing I three? wanna do is it
1: what?
0: Is it three or is it four? Three. Three what? Three? This
1: is, three. <laughs> this is For
0: sure three. <laughs> um welcome back to Julia. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Chi Chi, one of your regular co hosts, and we have in our mid
1: Hi, it is I, super
0: and special there. guest.
1: Lovely chaos. Lovely, so lovely. Chaos. Back again. Back at it again.
0: Yeah. She got some stuff for y'all, but before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about episode two. I was not on episode two. I was there, but I was not on episode two. Timber killed it and hosted episode she two. She let
2: me drive the boat. And Julia was,
0: was co-hosting. So what do y'all have to say? How do y'all feel about... We have the most wonderfulest guest ever. We have the cypher queen, yes. Reggie Angelou. She played
1: my soul with <laughs> those, um, what are they, the times? Oh, don't
0: ask me. There's some type of times. I'm totally going to mess them up. Yeah, I like she, she, played she
1: played my life <laughs> in a spiritual way. The Jenny Ako from... Far Rockaway. mm mm-hmm. yeah. oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I definitely have one word there. I should have asked her to freestyle, but I think she said enough about Oh, yeah. yeah. Follow her on Instagram because I, I saw her freestyle, and I saw like just a few days ago at some um, venue. Mm-hmm. 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 Turning it out. Well, Shout crazy. out to Reg. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely to him, and because she is amazing.
0: What was your favorite part? I'm going to say my last. What was your favorite part of that particular episode?
1: Um, The tension that we shared. When I (laughs) (laughs) Well, then I guess, you know, it's shared Mm -hmm. the tension um, in the debate we had about C. Dolores Tucker's perspective and how I can understand the intention of it versus how it's um, you know, and how it kind of correlates to the way people react today when you challenge their taste in the music that's, um, I guess, a little controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what was yeah. your favorite? My favorite part? Yeah. Definitely this one, the tension because <laughs> <laughs> we, love, we love a challenge over here. And uh, I definitely appreciated... Uh, How she, you know, that's her personality, but how she incorporated and how the podcast was, the episode was about also education. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't mention that enough, how music teaches us, how music is in our lives. And, you know, it's the biggest teacher out there without Mm -hmm. being in four walls. I
0: have to say it was fun being on the other side because during that tension, I was like, Dang, like, you can make us a really good point. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, Raymond's making us a good point. And normally I would have been in there trying to make my point. So It was nice to just hear both sides. I thought that was a beautiful moment. And to your point, Julia, my other favorite part of that was listening to you teach us about your perspective of growing up with hip hop and having just completely different perspectives. Um, coming from Italy, and then your parents kind of shepherding your music taste at some point because of some of the things you were repeating mm-hmm. from hip-hop. So that, those were my favorite parts. So well done, ladies. Thank, thank yeah. you. Um, and now, you know, I was at the first Muse Lovely Chaos pop-up, and I have to say I expected it to be dope because I've been at her open mics over the past year. I think I performed at one. I hope you burned that video. No, I still have <laughs> you guys and I will show. No, we're good. It. I have to. We're good. <laughs> drop it on her birthday.
2: But I, I was
0: more I was more pleasantly surprised if I, if that makes sense when I came in. I really, really, really liked the setup, the venue. I felt like all the vendors there really complimented each other and I got to talk to each of them. And I was like, this is really dope because you know, she could have just had a pop-up, had food, and had somebody perform, and nobody would have thought anything. But I think it just goes to your character that you also put other people on and other vendors, and, you know, they share their contact information. I signed up with some of them, purchased some things. So how do you feel about it? And tell everybody about your school also. Here we are a week later. <laughs> oh, my God. When I say that, that was just, it was crazy, but it was crazy in a good way.
2: Like, leading up to
0: it, I was nervous because I had this vision, and I, like, dreamt about it and everything. I was like, okay, this has to come to life. Found the venue, immediately booked it. I didn't look anywhere else. And then it was just, like, things just started pulling into place. And I'm just thankful that at the end of it all, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. And everybody there enjoyed it. Everybody came with something and walked out with something. Whether it was a purchase or just, like, a connection or, like, they networked with somebody, it was just so it was just like overall, like I was nervous because I hadn't really had something in a while because you have you know like my open mic mm-hmm. and that was something I was super passionate about. But like this time around, it was like okay, I'm comparing my apparel in person to people who've never seen it and like felt it. And I've got I got so many like positive things about just the setup and the vibe of the place, but also just like my brand in general.
1: Mm-hmm. y'all. Check it out. Um, 20% off. It's called Kimber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kimber is my brand ambassador. <laughs> yeah, am. yes. <laughs> <International. laughs> and
0: I do ship international, But okay. she does. <laughs> but um, I just feel like my brand overall is about wearable expression. Like, a way that you can express yourself through your clothes, through your pieces, through your jewelry. Like, mm-hmm. we all express ourselves through, you know, anything that we put on from our nail polish to how we wear our hair, so I feel like it all complements each other and it falls into place. And I was happy to share my, you know, expression with other people and, and know that other people relate and actually look forward to purchasing myself for, you know, enjoying it.
2: It's so fucking beautiful. It really, it really is. is. It's so lovely. Love, love, love oh, the chaos. Lovely chaos.
0: <laughs> so, well, today we got some really interesting shit to talk about. Um, I think we've been doing a great job this season of really highlighting phenomenal women um, as guests or as topics of discussion. Mm -hmm. And we're going to spend a fair amount of time today talking about Mara braca I was going to say girlfriends. We're definitely going to talk about girlfriends, but the woman um, behind girlfriends and just a lot of the phenomenal work that she's done. But one of the things I want to start with is that... um, (laughs) As you do with creative projects, she has a pitch girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And the person who ended up giving it the green light was Kelsey Grammer, better known as Frazier. He felt like, you know, a lot of people were like, why would he be involved with this black show? Um, But he felt like it was consistent with what he called his brand of smart comedy. Mm -hmm. And as we sit here in the discussion we just had, I can't help but smile because they described it as a show about smart young, ambitious, African-American women with their own issues, so their own personal issues that were addressed on the show, but also addressing issues that were specific to the community, such as fibroids, AIDS, loneliness, colorism, mm-hmm. all of that on one show that had it not ended so abruptly because of the writer strike, um, would have been the longest-running African-American show. It's tied, like, with the Cosby show. It was longer than the yeah.
2: Jefferson.
0: Yeah. And I just want to say that, like, it's important to have that and how much I miss that. Like, yes. we have so <laughs> much nostalgia when it comes to just, like, the 90s, and it's because we don't have anything of any substance nowadays that shows and promotes black women in a positive way. So it's not like negative, and it's not like, oh, you know, like this person twerking. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's
2: like. like,
0: (laughs) Obviously, when I was watching Girlfriends, I was hella young. But it was just like, you know, something I was sneaking watch with my mom when she was watching, just snuggle up beside her and be like, hey, what's this? And like, as an adult, I appreciate it so much more because I can relate to those characters. Mm -hmm. My friends can relate. Like, we're all some ambitious educated women
2: who are about our shit, and not with
1: girlfriends. It definitely made me want to aspire to be that as well. Um, because for me, growing up, I never really related to, and I wasn't, you know, and of course, I mean, I don't, I don't like making disclaimers, so if you want to be offended, be offended. Uh uh. Um, so I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> was um raised like in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. So a lot of um, you know, I don't know, shit like Friday mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck y'all love so much. I couldn't mm-hmm. relate to that. And then for a long time I felt like there's like different degrees of blackness for everybody. Mm-hmm. And Girlfriends was one show where I'm like, Okay, like I can see my life mm-hmm. kind of playing out this way. I'm definitely Lynn, but I can see my life. We're we're identifying. (laughs) Okay, let me
0: just say real quick then. I like what you said about you said about aspiring Mm -hmm. because as you were talking, Kimber, I was thinking I aspired. All of them gave me something to aspire to. That's the thing. Even if you identify with one or more characters um, than the other, they all gave me something to aspire to. That's what I love about this show. And they all show their flaws, their cracks, whatever. Um, and they weren't all
1: rich. Like, they were all in, like, different tiers of success yes. in their lives mm-hmm. and have their own
0: definitions of success. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, people that I actually grew up with, I was telling them that we were doing this show. And who I thought in my head, they thought I would – and I didn't ask. This was up to listen to of my best friends, and you know who you are, she just was like, oh, definitely Tony Chavez. And I was like, what? What?
1: <laughs> Of
0: course. What? I, I was,
2: uh, I was I thinking Maya. Yeah, was like I, the I was thinking Maya, too.
1: I was definitely thinking Maya. My friends are told me. I was insane. We have I'm fucking
0: insane. I mean, you know, <laughs> Maya and Toby, too. Thank you. Like thank thank you. They, know, awesome. like, they do look like they could be related. I've had people with Maya and Tony. I've had people tell me between um, Jones
2: and John. Toby. I, I
1: heard like
0: a mixture yeah.
1: between yeah. those two. Who yeah. am I? Mm-hmm. I think Joan. If you Joan. like, yeah, from what mm-hmm. I know
0: so far, you I I like Joan. I guess I don't know, like a mix of Joan, Joan and, Joan and Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely not one completely. I feel like yeah. Joan and Lynn together. I'm asking
1: this because okay, for all everybody who doesn't know, girlfriends, uh, for example, for me it was my first time hearing girlfriends this year. Oh. Really?
2: She
1: was a baby when it came uh, out. <laughs> 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 background. We <laughs> were <So>, Background story. <laughs> I come from Italy, and in Italy, Melanie is lacking in TV. So we don't have these shows, and nobody knows these shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially in the early 2000s, the only show that would come there was Friends, I would say same field, or you know these big oh, major oh, yeah, yeah. To, you know shows, and so Girlfriend was definitely not part of our spectrum, like maybe in one remote channel you would get it, but mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah, definitely I'm so I know more about the history, mm-hmm. like I read more than watched uh girlfriend, girlfriend. So. yeah, yeah, but what. Struck me is that you know shows like these, even if uh, they're not anymore like on air or anything, they leave a legacy. Oh yeah, they leave a legacy exactly. and like even if for me I never watch it, never experienced it, somehow reading the history behind it, the writers mm-hmm. and the, also the products that came out of it and everything, mm-hmm. like as a black. Uh, Woman, like a younger, it really puts you like, oh wow, I can do this. It's oh. really beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially a girl like a woman like uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, mm-hmm. who was there. Like, look at her now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you can aspire to be like her. Like, she's my auntie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. I know your story now. Now she's your uncle's oh, rainbow. <laughs> that's exactly. on Black. And that's the thing. So, we just. Disclaimer. So we already knew going like from the summer, like we hadn't even gotten into the summer yet that we were going to do the show, and so obviously we did, you know, episode one and two. So as we're getting ready for this show, what happens? Tracy, Tracy Ellis, Ellis Ross drops like the box. She's on Instagram with the rest of the girlfriends, and she's there on Blackish. I mean, Blackish hasn't started yet, but I that was that. amazing. I I'm that. like, okay, that's scary. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, the timing of that. And yeah. shout out to Reggie. I'm going sh- to show y'all a screenshot. He's like, one of my pictures. The fifth girlfriend, Hi. William. Yes, William, William. was hilarious. I love how Wolf black comes <laughs> had, like, that guy friend who's like, girlfriend. Yeah, I was like, watching Mr. And Hooper, like, and they had, like, like, the, like, even Steve Harvey, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying, like, all the shows, like. It's very obviously important
2: to have that one guy friend that of can give you the, <laughs> I can with you. <laughs> what? Give me what now? Because <laughs> you but. know,
0: William's character and John got together. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. The end, yeah. And it was, yeah.
2: And, it.
0: and I guess he was too big or something. Because he would always allude to himself as Big Willie, which I always thought was a joke. Yeah. And I think one of his exes had said something about that, but I'm like, Oh, they're just playing oh my God. up. But when him and Joan got into the bed together, he was like, Oh, he told Lynn, which I could totally see happening
2: with Kimber in real life,
0: like she's a she's an ouch girl. Like she would she couldn't take it and then she was all pissed off. But they had this conversation behind her back. So Y'all want to talk okay, about the Williams really in your life? I'm not
2: going to go on that talking about
0: the Williams.
1: I mean, but, um, you got plural Williams? You got big Williams in your I life? I cannot. <laughs> I don't want to know what Shout my, to my, uh, Williams to my boyfriend, boyfriend. looks <laughs> <What's> like. <laughs> <what? laughs> I'm, oh,
2: oh, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> curious. Please
1: stop, Please stop. Over That's, That's why y'all want to get the first place. Exactly. Like,
0: when I come to you about my new problems,
2: <laughs> just look at it. That's what you're going to get. Yeah, they want to lift them with some tequila. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. like I'll
0: take you wow. out. <laughs> like, no, mm-hmm. but... you ain't low. you're quiet now. You, I know you got some ladies. You're in college. You, ain't gotta, you
2: don't have a boyfriend. I'm <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, so, so guilty. That's That's so funny.
1: Ah uh, mom right, was listening. <laughs> right. no, no that was one of those last oh, things yes, just I, my mom is listening. My mom was
2: listening.
1: My mom is listening. I love you, Mom. <laughs> she encourages me to be the best woman that I can be oh, and, I mean <laughs> getting a boyfriend is a journey.
2: Oh. You
1: know what?
0: You're
1: fucking right,
2: right.
0: especially at our shit. Support me, Oh, my gosh support me, and let's see how that journey goes. Yes, girl. Good luck on that journey. Let's yes. see. But um, one thing I wanted to say because I feel like nowadays um, insecure is like the modern day girlfriend. For most people, mm-hmm. in a sense, somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I've seen this tweet. I thought it was hilarious. It was, it was like Tony Childs walk show that Molly can run, mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. and I
0: was like, or like cold whatever so she can run. I was cracking I love that insecure, you know, it because the they decided not to bring it back. But I do have to say <laughs> that character, Tony Childs. Mm-hmm. I don't. There's nothing you can compare that to. They lost a million viewers, when she left the show. And people, I mean, this was before the internet was what it is now. People somehow, you know, communicated to Mara because she talked about this that they were not going to watch the show and they were, you know, they, that's how upset they were. And she, when I re rewatch the show, because like you said, it's been so many years, I do have a different appreciation for it now, whereas before I was just kind of like, it was on when something else was on that I was watching, but I did watch it and I sat with it. And I was like, this is a crazy-ass character. Like, Mm. she really did bring a lot to the show, and let let the other ones, like, bounce off of each other, I guess. Mm. It never
1: occurred to me either. Like, I was surprised when I heard that as well, like, Tony? Okay. (laughs) She never, like, you know, really stuck out to me. Like, she had her own little drama. Yeah. Like, she was extra little you know, I kind of like think Blanche
0: the Devereaux to an
2: extent. Yeah. She was the
0: infamous one um. to me. Because she was always like, just, like, to me, Blanche would just say whatever came out of her right.
1: head through her mouth.
0: And Tony was like that in the sense the shit she used to say to Maya. If She gave it to Joan the most. But mm-hmm. even the stuff she would say to Maya and Lynn were like, damn, no filter. I just felt <laughs> like
1: everything was centered around Joan. Yes. So I guess that's why it never really occurred to me. That Tony would be the one to basically derail mm-hmm.
0: the entire series. It was just yeah. we love seeing extreme versions. Of that song. Basically, we, and I think bad. that people, even if you hated her, because mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people, when there was no clue that she was leaving the show, mm-hmm. maybe she was their least favorite character. Mm-hmm. But once she was gone, it was like you need that crazy. She you has, know what I mean? Really, yeah.
1: She definitely completed this dynamic. It's like that's the thing about. Shows or even music groups. like, mm-hmm. You will always get that perfect formula, and once one thing is missing, it's never the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like an Omarion that features faith. That's like a purple, to her her Fresh Omarion. You know what? No, you did not flip Omarion. Hi, yes. yeah, I'm hi,
2: Omarion. No. I'm on your side.
0: I'm on your side. Um, Little Fizz ain't shit. But anyway.
2: Little
0: Fizz is being a true... I don't <laughs> want to get, get too bad. off topic
2: <laughs> I don't want to
0: get too off topic, but I, I love him. I, like, met and had dinner with him by accident, Oh, so I knew that was coming. Yes, I remember the yes. moment. But the we all lived for, like, a month. I think not <laughs> made her profile photo. Facebook <laughs> photo was her. <laughs> it was. It was so sad. I was the saying, but that was, like, my high school question. Yeah. Was getting back to the point I time
1: and to say. I to, like praying for you, Viv. Right, like through all this hard times.
2: But the point that I was mainly trying to
1: get
0: at is that like when one piece of the puzzle puzzle is missing it is very noticeable. Yeah. Period. Yeah. It's just like when Insecure went into its little pair of like Lawrence was like missing. From oh, was going through a you just gave me edge of the wing said That my right? heart was like. You, yes, right? But like that was me, and Shout I was out like, to you. My friend, my insta, my Instagram friend.
1: Yes, but like, <laughs> even, like it
0: was just like you know, you you got so used to Indian East Lisa <laughs> yeah. and Lawrence, and everybody that was, was like Lawrence Hive and all that shit. I was so so sorry, but I was not. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, that's I, not, that's just, that's, I just going to say this and speak my piece. When you break up with someone and as you're getting to the end of a relationship, you feel like you have suspicions that they're dealing with or messing around with someone who they used to mess around with, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you break up and it's validated that they're messing with that person or trying to be with that person, that just, like... I I know, like just you yanked a lot of integrity out of what you added to the relationship. Yeah. And that's why I was not seeing Issa during that. Because I'm like, you could have yeah, dealt with anyone. anyone. You dealt with someone up. that was yeah. your ex that yeah. you were seeing behind his back. So. You should
1: be tripping and falling. You then,
0: know what happened? So, yeah. yeah. Like, She's she really not a whole now. damn fool. It's not. A whole it's damn fool. That was like, it was like, okay. So at the beginning, I was going to talk about the cheat And I cheated on her period. And then I'm going to end on that. <laughs> But, like, afterwards, he just started walling out. and he yes, ended up should have. No. No, no
2: you should. have to wall out. Okay, I'm going to get too far way. down anyway, let's go back to But I think this
0: is a good point because one of the things that is, um, you know, there's overlap between insecure and girlfriends is that it was said that girlfriends were, like, the black version of Sex in the City. You definitely mm-hmm. could say that about Insecure Now.
2: Yeah.
0: And Kimber talks a lot about sisterhood. I know we talked about the dynamics of the characters, but we spent a fair amount of time, I feel like, last season delving into the whole sisterhood thing. Like, does it still exist? Do we value it? And that type of thing. And I think that jumped yeah. off the screen with girlfriends because they it definitely is. all had their own squabbles. There were times where it was two against two or three on one or one on one. What yeah. do I about the sisters?
1: Uh-huh. I mean, one thing I noticed is that they like lived up to the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> like they were always, always, always down for each other. Yeah, that's a hundred Like literally, <laughs> thank exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> so that that was. Um, trying to like remember like just the worst situations possible. A lot of times like there'd be instances where one of them would like start seeing some
2: guy mm-hmm. and then
1: like their friendships suffer or someone typically Lynn doesn't have a fucking job. Everyone's been and on Jones, cow-tow cow-tow at some point. I love
0: how she would like live with each of them or she literally lived with everyone right. at one point. Maya
1: having a job. Watch it, but then you all speak, and like from what I've heard I mean, read and heard like it's, it's just amazing how this woman, this writer just has put everything all together in just one show and inspired many, many others. And look at like the again, I see most of like I follow the girlfriend's line, especially through Tracy, because mm-hmm. that's why I don't know yeah. Them. But uh, I mean look at her latest job. I mean uh work, but, like she was in blackish and now she's in Gro- I mean uh, one of the branches of the oh, Blackish yeah, family mm-hmm. and there's also Grownish mm-hmm. and like Grownish is also I think it will be at some level that kind of, like it will leave a legacy like girlfriend. Oh I love Grown-ish, yeah. Grownish it's because it's from a college perspective. Yeah.
0: And, and
2: really like,
0: that's something black. that and black and,
1: like, there's not and only black. And black at a PWI and, like, there's some world for us. Yeah, and also Hispanic. Also. Yep. So, I think that, that mm-hmm,
0: it's
1: amazing. Very so, you yeah. know, like, there's a yeah. home girlfriend that's point A. Yeah. yeah. Let's
0: see the TV, man. Let's yeah. not forget I want to go back tomorrow like having, you know, all of us are creative and having a very clear vision of what she wanted for girlfriends and being she talked about being so close to the characters that she created and the women who portrayed them um but this woman I mean it's very difficult for a black woman especially a young black woman to have gotten a show on network TV and be on for so many years but right when all the stuff was happening with the writer's strike, she was able to start pitching the game and even though girlfriends didn't return um she had both shows on at the same time, which is in itself That's all right. The miracle.
1: Lawless Lawless glowing right? <laughs> talk about how stunning she is. She's beautiful. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: her and her sister. This is an actress, Cara. i was assuming it's mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the fact that she had hands. and no idea until we started researching for this show that she was behind the game. I had no I idea. Either, and not cool to show you. And I was heavy When the game first came on, I was heavy. like I was dedicated. I was like, oh, girl, I understand. Like, and I really did. I, I mean, really ahead of my time. Cause when you, you watch the game, it was groundbreaking, hilarious. There's so many memeable moments. Yeah. In addition to memorable moments. But I think what stood out to me given this platform, is that she her vision for that was like I really wanted to showcase the women's perspective in the world of professional sports, specifically mm-hmm. football. And it's like, that's what we're doing here but for hip-hop, right? So mm-hmm. the fact that she was way ahead of the movement that's happening right now. And I think Shawnee O'Neal and they just got
1: young over some percentages, too. to be, be serious. these yes. So <laughs> hip-hop and I'm not married, but I'm fucking yeah. somebody. And they got Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah!
0: Just shout yeah. out to Mara rocket yeah. yeah, the beauty, yeah, the yeah. innovation, the accolades, hopefully the This movie coming. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. she said she so should be
1: a We could do a girlfriend's
2: movie. Let's mm. let's get
0: that. that go find me, going. I really do hope. You know, in whatever form that we see. I mean, the reunion. I'm looking forward to on Blackish. I don't know if anybody, you guys, have any predictions on what that's going to be about.
1: Well, Um, not the reunion,
0: but you know, the reunion of the girlfriend cast on Blackish. Obviously, she's not Joan Clayton on Blackish; she's Rainbow. Mm -hmm. But all the women are going to be on that episode. I think they will probably
1: be like some kind of, oh, I'm in town, sort of so and so. I've always hated you. Right. A lot of this is, point I or think that and they might have a secret. To
0: yeah. yeah. That she wants to keep from Dre. That's my. I'm yeah, trying. I'm thinking <laughs> like, I think it's still going to somehow tie back to the original girlfriends. But I think it's going to be like they're all going to link up because like somebody's going through something or something mm-hmm. like that. And then they're, she's going to invite them over and they're going to take them to their. I'm not joking here. Or, like, what I. I have a whole life. I have a husband. I have
1: kids now. That would be hilarious. Yeah, but that's where I see it going ultimately. Oh, Hollywood, I have a proposition for you. I am a screenwriter. So, put me in. And, you know, I can write the secrets and all the dynamics (laughs) for the reunion. You never know. So, yeah, because they're going to they're gonna
0: need a screenwriter for the movie. Once get,
1: Julia Bazzini there, the curly flower. The, t- at the curly the flower, t-
0: flower on
1: Instagram.
2: T- <laughs>
0: Instagram. A Before we close out the girlfriend discussion, you know what we got to talk about, ladies. Kimber hinted at Mara's beautiful skin, which it is beautiful. Every now and then, you know, we use some cosmetics. But oh, yeah. The
1: Beauty Blender. Yes, how the Beauty Blender
0: really. Shout out to Ria
1: Silva, a Latina mm-hmm. makeup artist. Amazing. Who is? They yeah, amazing. we
0: just talked about one amazing woman on this show, and then here's the makeup artist who has got this whole amazing know. side story herself. This was one of the first TV shows shot in HD, and, you know, cords are present, temples are present. Oh, they are. And I don't know all the shenanigans that go on behind the scenes, but apparently um, Rhea, and, I mean, ugh, Rhea and Silva realized that, you know, airbrushing would fix that issue, but it's like this huge
2: process, clunky,
0: yeah. So she's like, oh, I'll just make these little foam... but then people started stealing them Mm -hmm. on set. I mean, it worked because she had four beautiful women that she had to, as we have here, that she had to do makeup for. Um, But then when she was like, oh, they're stealing it. Hmm. Maybe I need to make this into something. And for those of you who did not know, because I didn't know Twitter taught me another thing I learned on Twitter that I did not learn in school.
2: (laughs) That is where
0: the beauty blender came from. This wonderful Latina makeup artist um, who was responsible for her girlfriends, but she also she also did makeup for Tupac, one of our oh, favorites.
2: Wow.
0: Dr. Dre, Brandy, who you mentioned from Alicia yeah. Eve. and she eventually moved in the film. And I, I don't know all the different films, but she um, did the makeup for the cast of Friday and yeah. set it off. So, so that's yeah. a amazing, amazing crazy recipe. story. And shout out to you know.
1: That came from those, That came from us. Like, yeah. period. Come like, there would be no
0: creation of be a beauty blender if it wasn't for us. And our skin needs a special
1: attention. Yet and again, hello. we are responsible for another great scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just, like, want to do a super movie now where it's like, while Mara Bracca Kiel is putting girlfriends together, Corinne Stephens. Just <laughs> like, um, no, you did not. The the timeline timelines of the nineties and the early two thousands. It would be so lit. Yeah, like to see how many timelines intersect at what point. I'm just taking that? back to like you know, the we're early two thousands to all about two thousands. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like until like two thousand when T Pain was up and pop. And oh, like, oh shit! Your hey, you know all those T Pain. Well, <I
2: can't>. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's not. They
0: say nostalgia supposedly is depression or, some, or form of it. I mean, but, but I don't there? think it's that. I think like what you said earlier is we missed that representation that wow. balanced representation. We missed that innovation. And people were just doing shit like, oh, try this. And then it like permanent. Winnow Park
1: was Oh, we're going to talk New about Maine Maine Maine. that.
0: We're going to talk about that in the next episode in depth. Ooh. Oh, yes. See, so Ken for giving y'all previews. Shout out to Nanda Lewis. No relation. Um, we're going to talk about both of those ones next time. So, see, now we don't normally give y'all preview nuggets. Got a little preview nugget.
1: Whatever.
0: Um, you got the different But, you know, this is beautiful. Um, just the appreciation, like I said, representation and understanding how amazing black people and black women are. We're going to talk about what I feel like was a whole bunch of appreciation for black people and black women in specific was, y'all, we got this album review, for Rhapsody's Eve, mm-hmm. before... I let them jump in. I just want to say, you know, I know what Eve means, Um, the original woman, mother of humanity. all of us sitting here. So just the name Eve, I was like, okay, before I even listen to it. But I just want to quickly tell you the track names, and then I want them to talk about the tracks that stood out to them. But the track names, in order, Nina, Cleo, Aaliyah, Oprah, Whoopi, Serena, Kyra, Maya, something I cannot pronounce, but I'm going to try. It's Taj, Merely Raina, as in Rain City, um, Michelle, Iman, Ash, what? Sojourner, and my, one of my personal favorites, not not my favorite favorite, but one of my favorite uh, tracks is the last track, Atheney as in Atheney Shakur, featuring Tupac's support. Tupac, 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 Tupac. So that's 16 tracks total. A lot to unpack, but I I will say it's mine. What what who wants to start? What's it out? What track do you want um, to talk about? Well, everybody knows know, I love Aaliyah. Aaliyah has been one of my favorite, like growing up. I listened to every single album. I had all of it Shout out to last oh, so though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I love or songs by heart. I actually, um, did a little DJ mix. My first one was for her 40th birthday Mercury. Okay. But shout out to Rhapsody, because not only did she show love to so many powerful black women, like, she she came and did not play, period.
2: But um, Aaliyah was
0: definitely one of my favorite tracks. Her feature in anything, Tupac, because Tupac is Tupac. Like, she doesn't love Tupac? And even from the name of her album, being. It was like Mm -hmm. the first thing I thought of was Eve as a rapper, as a person, even
2: though
1: she's a
0: little different Yeah, Yeah, we're not even talking about who she's married to, but I mean, stay focused. (laughs) Like Nina Simone, just all that, and like just reading the titles of the songs, I was just like blown away, and I felt like okay, like we're here, like she's here, she has a message, and she's not letting me forget. Period.
1: I could definitely hear a conversation throughout the, all the singles that, you know, are in the album. And uh, I watched also the music videos, some of them. Oh, I didn't even watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as a fashion enthusiast. Uh-oh. I was writer, like, fashion enthusiast, model. The critic palette. Come on, now. I was like, wow, Rhapsody, you, you ate it because... Uh, there was this uh, this, this track, uh, Ibi- what? Oh, how do you say her name? Ibiza mm-hmm. Ibiza? Track nine.
0: Yeah. With Deangelo
2: and Jism, right? hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. To get me okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Go ahead. <hell>. Right. <laughs> DiAngelo. Oh. DiAngelo and <laughs> Let's,
0: Let's not act
1: like what he was in the 90s or what he was. Because
0: your mama and everybody else's mama was on the end of it. I don't know, babe. My mom is more of a Maxi Free. Oh, oh, oh okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, my mom is more
2: of a Method Man. My mom is more of an Algebra. algebra. Okay, I'm
0: like, what's the me. Method Man was her thing, but back to you. <laughs> back to
2: you.
0: <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> What you were saying?
1: <laughs> so there's King Daniel in
0: mm-hmm. that video too. sure
1: that And no, I love the fact that she incorporated in the video. Uh, of course, Edisha, She's the um. Uh, she was one. She won. I think she's the first uh, black woman to be featured as a dancing dancer um, mm-hmm. a <laughs> And uh, so she won, like, on a global level, she's, a, you know, a big one. For the first time, a black woman. So shout out to her, Major. Ping, but, ping, ping, Mommy.
2: And... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but I appreciated about the video the fact that uh, Rhapsody highlighted the Muslim culture. Mm-hmm. So there are many girls the sale and like the uh, Islamic, uh, Islamic Muslim um uh, features, mm-hmm. you know, so and that's something that we don't see, yeah. And especially in New York, like it's not a traditional setting, it's uh, a New York, I would say Brooklyn or Harlem, I don't know, but like some very New, York-y, New York y, New Yorker setting. So I appreciated that mm-hmm. about her, and uh, one of, of our. My favorite single was Ultra okay. because mm. not only it's catchy, and dollar bad.
0: dollar suddenly, yeah, <laughs> But <laughs> one of them with the tracks was the Karma. I
1: loved it because, of course, uh, she. I think that I mean in this track, she definitely she talks about lots of money, mm-hmm. you know. She so picked the right name. She, the mm-hmm. right she name, picked the
0: right you know? name. She picked the right name, And 47
1: was on there? Yes. Yeah. Our personal friend. Yes. I love her. I love her because uh, she has a unique style, and we don't see that often. Like, we see, most of, like, rappers with masks, like, mm-hmm. they're all male, and, like, yeah. it gets boring. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, shout out to this girl. It's my first time... Her, I don't know
0: you, but I like you. Yeah, yes, yeah. i appreciate you. Yeah, so, so yeah. yeah. How many first times can we give you? is quite. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is <I'm, I'm laughs> just a touch on the Kaylee. She's a yeah. good Yeah. And if you ever get the chance to meet her, which I think the three of us have already. Um, I have her. She, she feels amazing we smushed her. No. there's a picture of us she on our Instagram she is like <laughs> her energy is no, she being so expressed like, in her music like it's being kept in perfectly and she's just so and she's so chill mm-hmm. like I was at a first Saturday at the Brooklyn Museum and that was the first time well the second time I had bumped into her and she like a video with me on my Snapchat of a oh, thing in like Biggie and we were wilding out and it was just like red so She's like a
1: constant mood like this, just don't look at my face. Like pay yes, attention to like, for my, my work. Work. Yes. Yeah,
0: And going back to Rhapsody I feel like that's exactly what she it did is, because yeah. like she didn't make it about her. Anybody mm-hmm. could drop an album and be like this track is called Booty Shake. This track is called Yeah, Biz. it's about me, like, me. Me and every single name, even the name of her album, had somebody else, mm-hmm. another yeah. Black woman who's done something for the culture, or who's made an impact. Yeah, and that to me speaks mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> All of these lovely, you know,
1: beautiful responses, I appreciate and completely understand. Um. For
2: me, (laughs) I too
1: appreciated the track listing, the names, Um, her cover reminded me of Roxanne Chante Mm -hmm. as well with like that profile,
2: Um,
1: so it's like, you know, beautifully bound with all of these intricate details, you know, very pro-black, it's very black woman, I loved all of that. Um, I don't know if it's just the mood that I was in at this particular time, but she lost me.
0: It oh, really? not
1: really my attention. Thank you, um, And I'm big on, like, I'm very anal. Anyone that knows me knows, like, when it comes to music, I'm very particular. Um, so at first, for, like, the first few tracks, I was interested in the production. Mm-hmm. And I think the one I enjoyed the most was Nina and Whoopi, but I lost interest after a while. Um, She just couldn't keep me. I don't know if it was like, I mean, everyone's different and everyone receives things differently, but for me, um, lyrically, she fell a little flat,
2: and I felt like um,
1: she was kind of going in repetitive for me, um, and just, like, you know, I mean, like, I'm not someone that, like, listens to music and is like, oh, I want to dance, you know, like, I'm not someone that goes to a movie, and or, like, wants to watch a show, and she's like, oh, I want to laugh, like, I'm yeah. not, like, I can appreciate more serious, more intellectual missions in music, but, um, I don't know, something about... I wasn't caught in the rapture of rapture. I wasn't. <laughs> I felt repetition, but yeah, maybe I was in a different mood. Right. So I don't know. I, that's what I'd like to think,
2: because it's yeah. not that
1: it's not well done. It's not that it's trash or anything yeah. like
2: that. It's powerful, and I
1: see the I see the gravity of mm-hmm. it and the effect that it's supposed to have on me. I just don't know if it's because of my perspective or just the mood I was in.
0: It is interesting that like you I mentioned I definitely switched over
2: to Softil College. And I was
0: just, <laughs> not still I was, college. Well, I listened, I would say the two times I listened to it straight through, um, I was definitely in two different moods and more receptive mm-hmm. the second time. Um, but both times, I will say, I felt like, I and mean, this is a good thing,
2: I didn't feel like I had
0: to skip any child. I guess. Um, so that's one thing, but I'm going, to, I'm going to skip through in the interest of time, just giving you guys my critiques and reactions, not for all 16 tracks. I wrote notes, but not for all 16, so just the ones that I felt that, is, I that I have, have to, to say something about. Yeah. I think that we cannot, and you mentioned this track, Kimber, mm-hmm. cannot gloss over that first track, Nina.
1: Especially because we're coming off of um, Kanye. Of that same sample. Yes. Use but
0: we, she went to blood at the Roots. Right. She talks about not having to show her body. Mm-hmm. I love when people me and Kimber both have Mercury and Scorpio. That's how we communicate. So I love when people just say what the what the fuck they have to say.
2: Mm-hmm. And don't try to
0: dress it up and put icing on it. And it's not and that's the thing. When you appreciate yourself, that doesn't mean you're downplaying or downgrading someone else. So I love the fact that she just came out and said it. I don't have to show my body. And she referred to herself as a God MC. Um, she said, all of y'all look anime. Now, that was a shot, right? Because we talked about how there's, like, you, you call it the, I think, the stripper uniform for, for oh, you yeah, know, rappers totally now. Um, okay. But she did allude to something, you know, for us conspiracy theory. She gave us some something to nibble at. But she said, y'all was trying to kill me. Not literally, but of course you try to kill a woman who is that good at wordplay. Calls herself a god and see with good reason, yeah. and is is not going to show her body. Right? She compared herself to Pop, and she I liked her wordplay. She said we know who got the juice. She said she was more damned than the Mississippi, um, and she and said the
1: Mississippi goddamn bow down. And, out, and she
0: she she entered it you know, towards the end. She said bow down to the queen. Yeah. To bow down to the queen. So I felt like you—if you don't listen to anything else, really sit with that first track. That first track is there first for a reason to open this album. E. Aaliyah, me and Aaliyah—if she was living very close to the same age—so um, I was there. My ex um, was at—you know, she came to his prom. That was like a big deal in Detroit. Yeah, um, but I like the fact that. He, you know, she talked about being cool to be a tomboy. I like the fact that not only did she play homage to Aaliyah and then she called the track Aaliyah, but that you heard Aaliyah's background vocals as she used a lot of Aaliyah's lyrics in her work I thought that was really dope. Um, and then I guess that was track three. Track four was what Kaylee talked about. I just love Kaylee anyway. So the fact that she had her on the song and that she was, Not only rapping, but that she was in the hook, I really loved. Um, It was interesting that she spoke of, like some of her bars spoke of slavery, NASA, forefathers. I wasn't expecting that on the track with Kaylee. My favorite song to booty shake too, like to get up in the morning, it wasn't that it had a lot of depth, but I love Serena. Yeah, Stop, stop, get it, get it. I really felt like, you know, whatever you felt about the album, that particular song, she wrote the hell out of that beat. Like, go back and listen to Serena, male or female. I haven't heard any rapper ride a beat that tightly, so tight, um, like she did on Serena.
2: Now I'm going to skip all the way
0: down to Serena's interlude and, you know, we both follow her. I try to follow her on Tumblr and I follow her on Instagram now. I watch her journey with her love life, her, her motherhood and all of that. Um, so I, I was just shook <laughs> it interlude. It wasn't even a song. It was an interlude. And just to start with, hey, this is the ode to the black woman's body. And I'm like, whoa, what's coming? So just some things I pulled out from that was, I don't want to survive alone again. Promise this time that your body will make it home to me. Nobody tells you how to survive as a black woman. That was the most powerful line in the interlude. I was like, oh, shit. You done hooked me. Oh, you are a threat on every part of the map.
2: I want that. a shirt
0: that says that. Mm-hmm. As a black woman, um, you are too compassionate, too forgiving, but never afraid to that's show true. up.
2: Yeah, sure make that shirt.
0: But too compassionate, too forgiving, and too, but never I'm afraid to show up. Like those mm-hmm. three things together. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous, even through suffering. Mm-hmm. That's
2: a lot. Yeah. Um, All that's
0: a lot. So All definitive. definitive. My two favorite songs. Like if I, um, if I just pick one, right? My totally favorite have song is not the second. My top two. Iman is my favorite. Yeah. It's my favorite. She talks about Michelle Obama, Foxy Brown, just dark skin, ebony, it's black. A, don't practice, Tyson. it's Tyson. Like People had made songs saying they love brown skin, and then said, "Fuck shit, We all know who you know. You know who you are. But she was really. Giving it the love. And Beyonce's song also, I feel like, gave the love. But, it's even more, was but this holistic, was more Yeah, it was more, more poetic. Mm-hmm. I really... More grown
1: up. And even just the
0: cadence of the song. Yeah. It's very catchy. So Iman, I think that was one of the songs. Shout out to Sinai. She was one of our judges yeah, at the Cypher. Yeah. The same day that I heard that song, and I shared it, because so now you can share from title to Instagram. Um, I thought that Finesse shared it. So I was like, okay, I'm not the only one really feeling this song. Um, I fangirled the fuck out and almost cried on track 14. I had no idea Queen Latifah was on that fucking song. As soon as I heard her voice, Queen Latifah could have did a poopity scoop, but I would have been like, <laughs> yay. But she didn't. She really laid down. So I was like, oh, shit, the queen is still, still the dying. fucking queen. Um, so <laughs> that, ugh. And then, I mean, I I really like to uh, collab with, J. Cole on Sojourner. So my second favorite, there's so many things in there. First of all, she named it after Feeney Sojourner. A lot of people forget whatever you think of Tupac, good or bad, and everything in between. He was born in prison to a black panther. Like yeah. I, don't, I mean, that's how your fucking story starts. What else right. could you be right. but a poet and an artist? Yeah. Um. So, you know, people have Criticisms of who Tupac decided to be with later. I feel like he fell into the stereotype of, you know, Eurocentric beauty or whatever and his thing with Madonna. But at the end of the day, to hear his words in the background about honoring and loving black women over and over again as she says things like, a t shirt idea, um, you overlook our beauty but you love it our others. Ooh. that was a
2: whole word of no,
1: read like <laughs> scripture. No. things
0: of self-hatred from black men you know we ain't your bitches or your, your whole of your bitches and then you still hear in the background while we take from our women do we hate our women but then she talks about black men and black women which is a revolutionary thing to say today coming together because black women and black men are separately today being encouraged to not love one another, and some of us are doing this, this discouragement, um, and it's, it's like, you know, there's something wrong with the person that looks like me, right? I come from a black man and a black woman, but I don't want that for myself, mm-hmm. and so she really delves into that, and so she started with Nina. And she ended with a scene. There's a lot of stuff going on in between with Michelle, Serena, Whoopi. And so it was just beautifully executed. It was just beautifully executed. And like you said, you know, you listen to it a first time, second time, third time, you're moved. But I would say it's worth, listen, it's worth a listen, and it's worth a listen, and it's worth a listen, and it's worth a listen. And every time you listen to it, I think you're going to get something else out of
1: it. It is a beautiful body of work, and it's well thought out, way more than any cool yellow or <laughs> we we it. hot girl lover <laughs> could ever be. And oh, God. I I feel love my God. I I don't love don't don't. Julia <laughs> loves you. Well, I Julia love <laughs> you. Fashion, fashion, fashion. <laughs>
0: Shout out to Energy Charlamagne. Shout out to Cheezy. Shout,
2: shout out, out to Drina. Yeah,
1: shout out, out to the Cypher in general. Yeah. That
0: was just the night of the
2: But no, you're right. That was, was awesome i Shout <laughs> doing our fucking thing. <laughs> this year, this summer was the year. the Yeah,
1: 2018 has been And We still she all did our things separately. Yes. with everything together. she does with her
0: art t shirt line, everything you're doing, you love to have. This, like, not, I don't think any of us had easy years. And the year's not even over. Definitely. It's not. But I still have a good feeling about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, t- turnaround is in 2020. This is the bill. November about to be
1: my month! Wet, yeah, is it June 2020? No? You what, Julia? Yes, it's the I'm one
2: Any parting
0: thoughts, ladies?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. We can start here and move around. We're going to start start with air. We're going to go into the fire, (laughs) then the earth, and then we're going to come back to air. Well,
1: definitely.
2: I can say that. I'm always learning
1: through this podcast. Yes. Always. So Mm -hmm. shout out to my Italian friends listening (laughs) from me. I know you are. And they love you. They love us.
2: Oh, they do? they do? Hey, they do. Hi. You <laughs> <Have a> <laughs> said no, no, we're, we're sorry. fine. You know are <laughs>
1: be a woman of a young woman of color and not only like in America because I'm not I cannot say that I'm, I'm African American mm-hmm. but like there are so many things that I can learn from this community with being you know inside this community for some other from some reason reasons or not and I always learn and it is educational I'm so glad that there is a voice like four voices like ours that can, you know, project decisions, these things, because people need to, hear you know, people need to hear these things. So, yeah. Tune in, stay tuned. Oh yeah. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, my parting words, or whatever, are um, that for myself, well as both people that I've been speaking to, um, whether it's in life as a friend or family or just in passing from, you know, strangers, um, that the energy in the air has been very heavy lately. I feel like um, everyone is going through something to some degree. um, And everyone is being, if not put to the test, just prepared for the next phase of whatever so, um, for a change, I'm not going to be oh, a okay. bitch, I'm going to be positive, oh, and, um, <laughs> you know, just wish everyone the best of all there is to get once this period is over, and um, just strength to go through it and get through it, um, to just persevere, even if it's not something that's, like, tragically heartbreaking, but just difficult. just Light down, shut the fuck up, and get on, get on. Um, my part thoughts is just, like, this was an amazing episode. I can't wait to listen to it on the run
0: back when published, but so we definitely covered a lot of important things, and we focused on a lot of, like, just black women doing it and Like, you know, we're here, we're, we still have our jobs that we're doing, we still have our everyday life, we still have family and, you know, friendships and connections that we have to tend to, but it's like, at the end of the day for us to still be able to come together and do something like this is amazing. Yeah. So that's my parting, so it's just like, I, I really enjoy this I really for having you today. Super emotional today. Yes, she's so yes. lovely. Oh, my um, And shout-out to the Cypher Winter Summer that ran us a month, but we still have to so come <laughs> down. you a retrograde. A retrograde. Shout-out to the pop-up that I'm still so very proud of It's still coming on from, like, Ohio. And I'm going to drop-down photo that I'm not used about, but stay tuned for what's to come.
1: Yes, thank you, Chi Chi, yeah.
2: for just having this <laughs> vision
0: ultimately a pop and pop a and just doing the dancing that you do. Seriously, so. because
1: before this, I didn't want to speak to a I was not remotely interested in anything hip hop related. You know? Except uh, Freddie
0: Gibbs.
1: Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> <laughs> Freddie
0: Gibbs. <laughs> My hate Oh, Lord.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> you know. Okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> really?
1: to to I'm oh, i yeah. you my soul in
0: to My party thought, um, because I wasn't on the last episode, I didn't get the chance. I'm not gonna go crazy into detail, but I had the most amazing trip home to Chicago. I was just wanting to go home and just get a break and, and connect with my city and I ended up at the Chicago, um, first Chicago friendly service with Kanye West. So shout out to my uncle because I didn't tell anybody I was coming home. And then I was like, I really need a ticket to <laughs> And he came through. So shout out to my uncle Brian. I really appreciate it. He was on stage with Kanye and texted me throughout the whole thing. And then I was there with all these strangers who were strangers, but not strangers because they were Chicagoans. And just everything about that trip which um, I won't so go into
1: detail,
0: mm-hmm. was amazing. Um, yeah. Including my yeah. own girlfriend's experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Including my I mean, good, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was amazing. And so sort the of shout-out to my city. And shout-out, it's funny because Kanye's in New York tonight. None of us got tickets, but we just went on the album to drop because we know we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. next time. And a lot of other music drops this weekend that we just couldn't get to. Um, so I did listen to the baby this morning while I was cleaning. I did, like, it It was very easy to listen to. I tried some. it was funny, because I, I tried, I couldn't get through the whole album for Kevin Gates, but I did start listening to it. It was, like, up and down for me, but I haven't listened to the whole thing, so I want to get the album review. Um, Young and May dropped her story this mm-hmm. weekend. I have not listened to that, but I'm going to listen to it this week. So this was just a lot of music um, coming out. Um, shout out to all of y'all, because... Y'all kind of you know continue to like uplift me and show me sisterhood, and I think it's just beautiful. All of us come from different places, whether it's you know Julia coming from Julia's whole Italy, right? Like just the whole international perspective. I'll just say that because it's like Italy, but then the Brazilian aspect also, and Kimber is American but Jamaican,
2: and they have all
0: lots of things going on. (laughs) In her background, and I am African-American and Native American, so this is, like, literally the country that was stolen and built for my ancestors. So that's just a whole weird perspective to come from in general, but we're all sitting on this couch together,
2: okay. And I think that's
0: just beautiful. Um, so make sure you're following me, hashtag. Women Talk Hip Hop. Women Talk Hip Hop. That started hip-hop. here. I don't know if anyone else is using it, but Women Talk Hip Hop. Oh, them. Bad Bitch hysteria, 'cause because that's what we do, and that's what we bring. Um, make sure you subscribe. Some of y'all like to watch us. Some of y'all like to listen. Some of y'all like to just go to different order. But we are on YouTube. We're definitely on Apple. We're on Stitcher. We're on a whole bunch of other platforms this time. We're on, like, radio oh, public. Great. and So you can subscribe. I highly encourage you to reach out to us um, with commentary, feedback, show ideas. But I'm very excited um, for this. The rest of the season, and I'm excited. We're going to talk about some pioneers, as Kimber alluded to earlier. We're going to talk about Ananda Lewis and Free. Um, so thank you for sharing this moment with us, and we will see you next
1: time. Free! Peace out! Pop it on thing. <laughs>